Welcome to Night Light. Step away from the mainstream and gather around as we enlighten the world and our realities and travel this cosmic journey we call life. Join us as we share with you and provide that beacon that can guide us all to a better way. Explore with us as we examine a metaphysical montage of spiritual insights covering everything from the mundane to the magical, UFOs to unicorns, and everything in between. This is a time of awakening, of sharing and evolving, of spreading our wings and soaring on the cosmic breath of creation. Come and join with other light-minded spirits as we weave our lights together to seek understanding, enlightenment, and with a little luck, some wisdom. This is Nightlight, a reminder that you are never alone. And now, here is your host, the lovely, delightful, insightful, and all-around great gal, Ms. Barbara DeLong. I have Ken Quietalk to thank for that lovely intro. He is um, an amazing Native storyteller, and you can find him and his wife at nativestorytellers.com. So tonight is Michelle Avanti again, and I am thrilled that she is with us because she brings amazing insight wisdom, all sorts of enlightening material, and and an education in astrology whenever she's here. And it never ceases to amaze me. I always have pen and pencil ready to make sure that I take notes when I am uh, listening to her because she always has something magical to say. So welcome to the show, Michelle. Oh, thanks so much. I hope you're well. I hope everybody listening is strong and well and finding joy in the middle of all this chaos. <laughs> well, yeah, and hopefully it will be over soon. I think the one thing that, that I really want to preface for everyone is that we all have a voice. And tomorrow is the time that, that you, are, you, you are given the ability to express your voice and put your two cents worth in and and vote for whoever it is that you feel best represents you and your state and and your idea of what this nation should be and the only other part i want to put into that is if you choose not to exercise your right to have a voice in what makes our government then you have no right to complain about it later do you want to add anything (laughs) Yeah, just, oh, if you're young or if you're old, if you have never voted before, go get a provisional ballot. Go out and do it. We're one of the few countries in the world that allows women to actually vote. We're one of the few countries in the world that allows everyone in their nation to vote. Please. Yeah, make your voice heard. Yeah, it's an honor and a privilege, and our freedoms really do depend on who we choose. Absolutely, but and you know, it's interesting, my 
my grandfather was involved in getting the woman the vote in the, in the early 1900s. It, it was it's kind of exciting that that he was actually in on all of that. Yeah, it he, is. He it's it, amazing it, to think your grandfather was involved. I love that. He was. He he was a state senator, and he helped to move the women's rights part of the amendment forward. And and happily, um, happily for him that it went through because I think, you know, my grandmother would have tossed him out on his ear if he hadn't been, you know, <laughs> there, God. there to oh, help us. Yeah, no, it was, it's really a cool thing. There was a... Um, a political cartoon in a newspaper, and it had, he looked like Teddy Roosevelt, and he was a, a large man, and they have a, a cartoon of him sitting in the Senate in Massachusetts with Cupid shooting arrows at him because they <laughs> they had just gotten engaged when when that oh, was wow. coming to pass. It was wow, a really kind of cool thing. Interesting story. Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, a long line of strong women too. That's a good statement. <laughs> yes, indeed it is. Um, so we've got people lined up already, which I'm sure you're not surprised at. Um, so let's let's hop in and get as many as of these people um, read as we sh- as we can tonight. We've got Anne on the line. Anne, are you there? Hello, Anne. Hello, Anne. Are you there? Wow. Okay, I'm going to put her off, and we will come back once. And we will go to Stacy. which Stacy. Hi, Stacy. You're on the air. Oh, thank you both for taking my call so much. Um, you know, I had a temp job, which just lasted three weeks, and, you well, know. Stacy. Stacy, Stacy, we're doing astrological readings, so you're going to have to oh, give yeah. us your birthday. Yeah. So, okay. like I said, the focus of um, when when it's good for a next job, and I just want to know, like this weekend's <laughs> Veterans Weekend, and I'm going somewhere on Saturday, yeah, December twenty sixth. Yeah. Stacey, I can do anything without your date of birth and your time of birth and your place of birth. Let's go there oh. first. Okay, December twenty sixth. 1967, I was born 6.18 a.m. or 6, I think 6.18 a.m. in the morning. Okay, and where? Oceanside. 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 New York, Long Island, California. California. Yeah. Yeah, it's on the South Shore. No, I wish. It's on the South Shore, New York. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. There's a lot of ocean sides. I could have gone New Jersey. I could have kept going. There's a lot <laughs> of them. So let's go take a look. So you're concerned about where? Where's this job that you're waiting on? Is that what I understood from what you have? Yeah. Already? Even if it's temporary, you know, when things are going to pick up with work. Yeah. So. And also, I'm. And also, Saturday, I'm going to an outdoor event. I just want to know if I'll meet anyone. Well, you know, it's interesting. Your social uh, falling in love energy and uh, your career energy are both ruled by Venus. So we need to see activation of Venus or activation by Venus to manifest something. 
Uh, Jupiter has already uh, passed Venus, so Jupiter cannot give you anything. Uh, let's see here. Mars at this point in time is uh, not helpful at all, uh, but it's good that it's past being a challenge, so that softens some of this. And let's see who else. Uh, Jupiter, uh, Venus, of course, in the sky is retrograde, and she's going to finally turn around on the 16th of November, and we're all looking forward to that. Um, when she's retrograde, a lot of the time we have squabbles with people we love. We can't seem to be all on the same page, and and that causes a lot of um, challenges. So, but uh, she is also um, not really helpful either. So I don't have a lot of help uh, for you at this time. Uh, let's see here. Saturn does rule your house of income, and uh, and she's not a lot of help either. Your progressed uh, Venus. Hmm. 24 cap. So we've got Pluto getting closer to it, but it's still a ways off. There will be a major transformation of everything once uh, Pluto gets on there, but you're looking at a few years away. Saturn itself will be on top of progressed Venus in another year and a half, and that uh, could bring you some, uh, as odd as it sounds, it will bring you more security in terms of your income. So uh, your chance of having a, a job that's going to last a long time probably isn't going to happen until uh, Saturn makes that uh, action. So that's about a year and a half away, so it's a long, long time still. Let's see if there's anything here that can really give you something now. And I don't really see a lot. I see you working out some issues because Chiron right now is on your Mars, so... It's actually calling you to examine uh, how you apply your thought processes to the things that you want and how you sleep at night and the energy that you put out in terms of manifesting dreams. So you might want to really think about some of that. Um, uh, it could be challenging for you to think about it because sometimes what happens when you're looking at that, you can say, well, you know, if I'd only done this, or I, don't go down that road. Don't allow yourself to go down that road. Remember that every decision you made in your life, uh, you've made because at that moment in time, that was where your state of consciousness was. It was the best you could do. So bless it and know that you're in a better place now and uh, go forward from there. But there are things in, amidst the ashes of the past that we can pull out and and as we look at them, realize that uh, there is change that we can make in ourselves that allows us to have a better, more comfortable life. I don't have a tremendous amount of help from anybody right now uh, in terms of giving you um, uh, a job. It doesn't mean you won't find one. It doesn't mean that at all. But uh, I don't have anything that's flashy on the chart that's saying we've got just the thing for you. I wish I did because I would certainly tell you about it. I'd give you timing. Uh, I will say that, that over these next few days, uh, the challenges you have with uh, sharing money with others, whether it's credit cards or not, be careful not to spend, overspend, because you may be challenged to spend more than you should. So stay away from that because that money will be important for you. 
DC Saturday. Uh, anything happening this coming uh, Saturday? Let me just go forward to Saturday. And Saturday is what the tenth, uh, isn't it? Tenth. Yeah, because Veterans Day is the eleventh. And let me see. Maybe there's something happening on that day that will be exciting for you. Because the moon, actually, when we have just a, a social events, sometimes the moon can have a lot of power just there. And what we have, of course, Jupiter has gone into Sagittarius at that point. So it is possible that you could run into somebody that you haven't seen uh, for uh, several lifetimes and, uh, and find someone interesting. Uh, that is possible. Um, doesn't look like... Uh, it looks like it could it could be a very fortunate connection from the looks of this. It could be something that makes you look at yourself again in a way that you hadn't for a long time, and that's a positive thing. Um, but right now, there's just a lot of challenges going on. Just say a prayer and ask for guidance, and when you go out, it, more than anything, it looks like a south node action is what's opening up for you. So someone from the past, uh, an old connection, and uh, I don't know that it'll be a past in this lifetime, but probably from a past lifetime. But, you know, we know people as soon as we see them uh, from past lifetimes. It's not like it's a hard find. We automatically pick up on who they are. So um, go and have a good so time. I, so I may meet someone. Do you think I should go uh, bring a friend or go by myself? Because most of my friends are kind of just – their web friends, you know, I don't really have that close bond of a friendship with anyone. Oh, you think I should your... go by myself? Yeah. Well, you're not going by yourself. Take 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 all those beings who are around you with you, <laughs> because they'll take give you what? the guidance. But just go go by yourself. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. You'll you'll see people there that you'll talk to, and that's that's the way it goes. And that also gives you the freedom to leave when you want to. So there are a lot of positive things going by yourself. So you're just saying, so you're saying that's going to be better than more, yeah. But the, just the work, the temporary. Do you see anything coming in after this ends this week? No, I, I don't see anything immediately in front of you. I wish I could say I do. I mean, uh, we've got Mars is trying to give you some kind of help here, yeah, but. You know, if you're not getting it as of as we speak, uh, it's not going to be doing much uh, once it gets past the next few days. So I just don't see it. I don't like see it. Rather than uh, opportunities at this moment in time. No, but what about 2019? Well, I haven't had. I haven't gone forward a year. I mean, it's going to be about a year and a half for you to get to that point where you finally connect with some kind of job that is going to give you what you're looking for in terms of security. And that will be around, actually, November 10th, 2020 is around the time I've got a real exact connection a little bit before that, probably around the end of October or mid-October of 2020. By then, uh, you have something uh, that will give you a more secure position. So till then, stick with this temporary, whatever temporaries you can get, because, you know, we all have to manage as we go through life. It's not an easy challenge. Yeah, but it's been years. Well, we have these allo points in our charts, and no one is completely free of them. 
there are some people who are born wealthy, and that's a different story. But most of us, you know, we go from paycheck to paycheck, and 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 our faith, uh, faith that things will manifest. You know, as you look at your life, uh, you have manifested throughout your life. Try uh-huh. doing some tapping and try opening up and let the universe start manifesting for you. I think we're all at a point in a state of consciousness where we can start to go beyond our charts. Don't let what the chart says control you. I don't want you to ever go down that road. I'd much rather you called next week and say, you know, you were just totally wrong. <laughs> I got the best job in the uh, world. <laughs> okay? Oh I'd rather God. that happen any day of the week. Yeah, but, uh, you're, but you're probably never wrong. That's the thing. That's so scary. Never, no, nobody is never wrong. But, you know, I've been doing this a long time, but that doesn't mean that spirit doesn't have a doorway for you that I can't see. So let's keep our attention on that doorway, okay? In the meantime, I mean, a year and a half isn't that far away, but still we have to work day to day. So keep your positive attitude and keep saying I know things will manifest. I can tell you right now that I will keep you in my heart, and I will keep saying that for you. So join me in saying it. Doors are opening. Abundance is flowing. I am having experiences where I meet, greet, experience people that bring me everything I I could possibly desire in my life. See it as happening, and don't be afraid to let other people contribute to your world. That's one of the biggest challenges we have, because when we're living through life and we're born in a family that works hard and struggles at times, we grow up with that kind of uh, framework in our brain. It doesn't look like an easy framework. We have a hard time uh, saying, yes, can you help me? We have a hard time doing that because we're, we're the ones who have worked so hard we help everyone else. But there are times in our lives where spirit is teaching us that we're all one, that we're connected, and that it's someone else's turn to help. So keep yourself open to receive. And that's really the statement you need to say each morning when you open up your eyes and and you, and you breathe in, breathe in through your heart center and say, uh, today I am open to receive. I'm open to receive abundance in all its forms. It comes to me freely and legally and constantly and abundantly. And I love and appreciate who I am. If you'll wake up yeah, and say that every seems, morning, you're open up. It just seems like there's so many retrogrades all the time, and I'm always affected. Well, you know what? We only have one more Mercury retrograde and the, this year, and it's over, and our Venus that's in retrograde is about to go direct. It goes direct the day that Merc goes ret, and Mercury then will go direct on December 6th. Neptune's getting ready to go direct on the 24th, and then we're in a really nice zone, so it's coming. Okay? Stick with yeah. it. Okay? It's our Stacy. <laughs> You know, it's like the end of 2013 till the end of 2020. That's seven years. Oh my gosh! Well, that's typical of a Pluto transit. What you just described, Saturn transits and Pluto transits have seven-year po- pockets that uh, can challenge us for quite a while. But then once they're over, we, we're a new person. We're a different person. We've changed. So let your change be one that greets the world with joy and optimism, despite what you've been through. You know how POWs get through lifetimes in those horrible experiences? By remembering where they're going, 
by keeping a vision. That's how they come out of it. That's what you have to practice whenever we're in a terrible transit. And we all have them. We all have them. Nobody nobody is free and clear of them. Some, for some people, yeah. it's, you know, for some people it's love. For some people it's money. For some people it's both. And for others oh. it can be even worse because it can be health where they simply have lose the use of parts of their body. So just oh. be grateful for everything you have. Gratitude is the greatest door opener there is. Whenever you start to get into a funk, well, you need to- yeah, that's why when you said attitude, I kind of distanced myself to a from a friend that that didn't feel that felt more like a uh, fair weather friend. You know, yeah. she only called me. You understand? She didn't make me feel good. She was kind of like um, put me I'm- down when I'm not working and distant myself from her. And she, yeah, and I just kind of feel better without her. I'd rather have no friends than have friends that aren't sincere. I agree with you. And what you need to do now is say to spirit, I am open for the friend who will respect me, who will be honest with me, who will love me, who will cherish me, and who I can have all the same experiences with so that we can have a friendship that is truly what the word friendship stands for. Yeah, and I mean, and that one we have to move on. All right, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you, Stacy. A lot. We're all pulling for you, sweetie. Oh, take care. Okie doke. Let's try Anne again. Hi, Anne. Are you there? Hello, Anne. She maybe her phone doesn't work tonight. Wow. That's crazy, huh? That is. So just to let everybody know, I give people two chances to actually be there. And (laughs) then I hang up. Okay, so we move on. Um, We have Kimberly on the line now. Kimberly? Hi. How are you, Bob? Hi. Good. Great. What's your date of birth, Kimberly? It is November 5th. 1970 is actually today, and yeah. it was uh, 7.05 p.m., Talladega, Alabama. 7.05 p.m., Talladega. Let's see if I can spell that right. I think I may have it. <laughs> I always find it interesting when I can spell properly. <laughs> Does help, I would imagine. <laughs> well, yeah, being an astrologer, I get to travel all over the world, so that's kind of a nice thing. Definitely. Yeah, it's uh, a. No, I didn't quite get it. Okay, T A L L A or T A. Tell me if I'm wrong. Let's see here. I gotta go up. See if I can scroll this guy without. You don't know what I'm doing these days. I haven't told you. My eyesight's gotten so bad that uh, Talladega. There it is. It's in Talladega County. I I actually have to use a um, one of those things that that Sherlock Holmes used. A magnifying glass. <laughs> yes. There we go. <laughs> Trick question of the night. <laughs> yes, I'm using. <laughs> I'm using that in order to be able to see these charts because my eyesight has gotten so strange. 
but I'm doing good. Anyway, we okay. have you up, so let's take a look and see what I see. Uh, what is it that you are looking, uh, wanting me to focus on? Anything I'm really else? focusing on higher education, and uh, I think I'm leaning toward more um, psychology, but I'm also interested in the spiritual arts in a particular area also. So just higher education. Yeah, that fits you very, very well. And I'll tell you what I'm seeing, okay? Uh, Mars, of course, is a, a fast-moving planet, but uh, and it is in your ninth house, and that's the house of higher education, and it is getting ready to actually touch your north node. Uh, the north node, you have the, the ruler of this house is Aquarius, and Aquarius fits the two descriptions you just made. Aquarius is about uh, logic, understanding. It's the scientist. It's the person who uses logic to come to an understanding of something. It can be higher education. It can be uh, higher higher spiritual pursuits. Uh, so it can run a gamut. Mars is in this house. It's about to touch your north node. The north, north node is what is my purpose in this lifetime? And you have the north node in Aquarius in the ninth house. And And if we just throw those two statements together in their interpretation, one would easily say that uh, here is an individual who, as soul, said, my purpose in this lifetime will be to find through some scientific measure a way to interpret or understand the spiritual elements uh, to this uh, level of consciousness we're in and to be able to help through that uh, to unite peoples of the world. That would be the statement when you throw it all together. So mm-hmm. Mars getting ready to conjoin that North Node saying it's time for you to put your energy into your purpose in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do we have? Of course, Jupiter is a 29-degree Scorpio, and it's about to move to a one degree in two days of Sagittarius, and as it does, it will conjoin your Neptune, so in your sixth house, so it's saying that uh, I am now opening up uh, intuitively to uh, ed- education, to uh, education that will expand my horizons, expand my intuition, expand my knowledge. And uh, as Jupiter continues to move, it will eventually make a lovely connection about uh, almost a year away to uh, that north node. So whatever it is that you're going for, you're going to find that you are ready to um, feel like you have expanded, like you have achieved something a year from now. So I'd say definitely go for it. Um, I don't think astrology can define better those two points, if that was what you were asking. I'm not sure what, what you might be asking, but... Uh, you also have your moon uh, located in the ninth house, and so there is a desire, a desire that's always been there since you were little to explore the world, explore how to unite the world, understand mm-hmm. the spiritual concepts, what is beyond religion, what is spirituality, and uh, what, where is the sense of it? And, it. and Aquarius is such a wonderful sign because it basically says, well, here are the clues. They're everywhere, everywhere that I look. The logic of the universe are the clues. How do I put them all together to understand this? And uh, you will certainly be pursuing that, and uh, I think you will pursue it very successfully. Okay. 
Go yeah. for it. That's exciting. You have every, everything moving in the right direction there for you. Okay. 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 Well, you have a great night. And, uh, All right. We'll, I will. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye now. Bye. Okie dokie. Let me see That's here. Exciting. Definitely. Mm. We've got Mary here. Hi, Mary. You're on the air. Hello, ladies. Hi. Your date Hi, of birth. Thanks. Yeah. My well, date of birth. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sorry, sometimes I'm on speed over here. I'm running as fast as I can. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, my date of birth is September 15th, 1971. Okie dokie. And your time of birth. 7.10 p.m. 7.10 p.m. And place of birth. Halfway across the world, I was born in Taipei, Taiwan. Taipei. I wonder if I can put in Taiwan or if I have to put in China now. Well, let's go take a look. Oh. Uh, I was able to get away with Taipei. Nicely done. All right. Hey, hey. Yeah, well, my program, I don't think they've updated the atlas yet. <laughs> oh, okay. So that's probably why I got away with that. But let's go take a look. And do you want me to focus on anything in particular? Yes, my career. And I was just, re- uh, a friend of mine who I used to work with reached out to me recently and she said that her boss left and she asked me if I wanted to apply for this job and she just spoke to her supervisor today um, or I should say her boss's boss and um, this person would like to meet me so I'm wondering if I will get an offer from this place and if this job would be a better fit than where I'm working right now. Well, I think you go for it. I'm not surprised you got this offer. Uh, you've got so much happening that is specific to what you've said. Uh, when I first opened it up and as I was asking you, what do you want me to focus on, I immediately saw a career. So oh, really? <laughs> obvious it was. <laughs> you have Pluto uh, traversing your 10th house. Uh, so uh, that, of course, is a slow-moving planet. But uh, nonetheless, the fact that it's in your 10th house tells me that you have a transformation taking place over a, a period of time here uh, in terms of your career. Saturn is moving to apply to your midheaven, and uh, when we work hard in our lives to achieve things, uh, when Saturn gets to that midheaven, we receive that diploma. So um, that's oh. coming up. But more importantly, you have uh, Jupiter in the sky is at 29 degrees, and it is in your eighth house. That's the house of shared resources, and it has just recently gone over your progressed Venus, which would be a friend that you might be sharing resources with, uh, someone who has a connection to people in positions of power. Uh, and uh, Jupiter going over it says that there is communication that comes in. And on top of that, of course, Uh, It is making what we call a a sextile, which is a very positive uh, aspect, 
uh, to your natal Pluto at 29 degrees of Virgo in your house of the workplace. And so that says to me there is an opportunity that will come of this contact with this individual with whom you share resources, most likely a female, that will empower you and allow you to further the resources that you uh, want to have in your life. And then on top of that, we have progressed Pluto at zero degrees of Libra, and your natal Jupiter and natal Neptune, both at zero degrees of Sagittarius, and on the day after the day after tomorrow, uh, did I do that right? <laughs> on the 10th, no, on the 8th, excuse me, the day after the day after tomorrow, that's, that's the uh, 8th. On the 8th, Jupiter does enter Sagittarius, so it will be conjoined your natal Jupiter, your natal Neptune, and making a sextile to your progressed Pluto. It is empowerment at every level. It is highly intuitive. You will recognize that this is a direction that you want to go. It will expand your resources and expand your world and expand your opportunities. So I'd say uh, absolutely go for it. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, I'm having lunch with my friend tomorrow, and uh, she's going to clue me in on how to interview with her boss's boss. I think you're going to do just fine, and uh, you may uh, end up uh, having that interview on the day that Jupiter goes direct or uh, a day or so later or whatever, but uh, then once uh, Jupiter hits the five-degree to six-degree mark, it will be making a beautiful trine to your moon, so the statement is that a doorway opens up uh, that may expand your world, possibly expand your home in the long run, but uh, that makes you emotionally feel satisfied and feel like you uh, have taken another step in a leadership position. So it looks very good to me. Go for it. Let oh. us know how it goes. Oh, will do. Thank you. Ooh, you're you're welcome. so welcome. <laughs> take care now. You, you take too. care. Bye now. Uh, <clears throat> okay. We've got Donna on the line, too. Hi. Hi, Donna. You're on. How are you? Hi, Bart. Donna's here. <laughs> yeah. All righty, then. <laughs> Donna, what is your date of birth? Hi, Michelle. Um, it's uh, 422.54. Four, four is April, isn't it? Four is April, last yes, time I looked. Yeah, 422.1954, did you say? Yes, Okay, year of the horse, 1954. And uh, time of birth? Um, 2.20 p.m. in uh, Flushing, Long Island. Flushing. Place of the Old World's Fair. Oh. <laughs> yes, that was before you. Well, no, it was in your time frame. I don't, you should have seen it. I would think you would have seen it. I moved out to California when I was three. Oh. Yeah, I don't too much, yeah. You missed it. Yeah. I, I was there. I was there. I saw <laughs> it. The kitchen of the future, it was fascinating. It looked like the Jetsons, pretty much like oh, wow. now today. Anyway, <laughs> what do you want me to focus on? I've got your chart up. Well, you know, I was meditating the other day, which I do every morning for 40 minutes, and mm-hmm. A lovely, I just observed the message that came in. It was my intuition, and it said, it's coming soon. And I have been praying to meet someone, to meet a guy, 
and also mm-hmm. for abundance to come in so I can travel. Because I love traveling to foreign countries, but I don't have the money now. Hmm. So, are, where is the man or the person? I shouldn't say man in this day and age. I have to stop being so old-fashioned. But yes, you do. That's probably the man I'm looking for. <laughs> That's the man. Uh, well, I'm open to whatever. I don't care. You know, I'm, I'm okay with whatever anyone does. But uh, as long as they're not hurting anybody, I'm good. So, looking at your chart, uh, Neptune is now in uh, that seventh house. So there is a certain state of intuition, and also this lovely—it's like they put on these little. Uh, pink glasses that everything looks prettier in and people will look prettier with them so that's a nice thing you can see my picture now um anyway Pluto is traveling in in your uh fifth house and uh it is direct it has been on top of your north node when it goes retrograde again it will conjoin your north node again and that could be your connection to someone that has to do with your future and I'm not sure oh. when exactly that would be, but I'm curious uh, to look at that. And I don't want to go ahead too far, but I just want to see if, if invariably Pluto goes retrograde quite often. And here it is in the retro. So let's see if it goes all the way back. It does not. Hmm. Okay, so it's not going to do that. So let's see what else is going on. We do have, right now, you have something that is absolutely fantastic. Your progressed moon is in the ninth house, and it is conjunct your Venus, your natal Venus, uh, both in Taurus and both at the master number of 22 degrees. So there are statements going on with that that say something that you have been wishing for or desiring Uh, that has to do with what you value and may have to do with money or income is about uh, to manifest. And it it almost seems like it's someone from a foreign land or someone, uh, some way that you're going to take a trip. Uh, Do you you have any plans for a trip yet? Well, I'm going with a girlfriend um, to Vegas um, December 24th to the 29th. Good. We're just because... going to go and see a show and have some nice meals and walk around and go to different casinos and see the different things. Yeah. Well, uh, that progressed moon right now is in a beautiful uh, sextile to your uh, progressed Uranus. So the statement is out of the blue, something surprising, something unexpected, perhaps a little bit of money uh, that will meet your wishes and dreams. Let me see. You also have, yeah, you know, you have a quincunx action with your your um, natal moon from that Uranus. So the activation with the moon progressed activates all of this. If we can just throw someone else into the mix, that would just be fantastic. You know what? And I am looking at uh, the 2019, November 5th, 2019. I'm looking a year ahead. So okay. this is uh, is likely the time where you're going to manifest that relationship that you're looking for. That's oh, pretty good. Pretty exciting. Um, Jupiter rules your house of marriage partners. 
uh, and this person appears to come right into your house or you appear to be going to their house in a foreign country. So I'm not sure which way it will be. Jupiter can be foreign places, and it could be that you're connecting with them on the Internet in this day and age. We go into, can go into someone's house uh, through uh, the Internet. So <laughs> I have to throw that in there because I can't eliminate that as possible. But that's a very, very exciting combination that's coming up for you. It's it's uh, basically uh, sometime between October and November of next year. But that is coming oh. up. And, it, and it's also a time where if you narrowed it down, which we don't really have the time right now to narrow it down in minutes, it's a time where you might actually win some money too, which would be kind of exciting uh, because you have hard aspects in your chart that when they are activated can bring uh, bring you money. I don't know if you've seen that in your life. I have, I yeah. probably have yeah. by now. Yeah. yeah. And so this is another one of those fantastic activations, which is coming up uh, late, I'd say late October of next year. Oh, so it's pretty much next year where a lot's going to be happening, huh? Yes, it looks like uh, next year is your key time because at that point in time, Jupiter will be in that 24-degree zone of uh, Sagittarius or 22-degree zone, which is where we want it. It will be conjunct your moon while it is quincunx, your Venus, while your progressed moon is on top of Venus, while Uranus is also at 22. So you've got this... Yod, which we call the finger of God in in astrology, activated by Jupiter and and uh, Venus rules your house of money. Jupiter is known to expand anything it touches, and uh, Uranus brings in windfalls and sudden unexpected events. So the combination with hard aspect can be a gambler's gift. So oh good, yeah, I would. You know, I don't ever tell people go out and put big money on anything. That's not who I am. We work too hard for our money. And the last thing I want to see is anybody lose any. Um, but, you know, it's let your intuition guide you. Uh, you know, put aside some money this year. Say, I, I'm going to, you know, take out a few lottery tickets over the month of uh, the end of October next year. You know, maybe put aside $10, you know. Whatever you think. I just never recommend a lot of money. I figure ten dollars is my limit or maybe twelve. I might go twelve. <laughs> I, I just ten thousand on a scratcher. A five Well there you go. That's exactly what I'm thinking. I'm thinking you I know, want a BMW car and a raffle. Yeah, you got that kind of chart. So you know, I yeah. have people ask me, I wanna win, where is it in my chart? And some of them I just have to say, Well, <laughs> you know, your chart just doesn't have it. <laughs> I can't, I can't make it happen, but you have that kind of charge. And, uh, and that's, you know, other people might say, well, isn't that great? I want one of those. But it also is a chart that's challenging. That's not without challenges because it's the hard aspects no. that create the windfalls. So, right. uh, so I know your life is no piece of cake. So if everybody's listening no. to the best thing on the planet, it isn't. It oh, comes no. with responsibilities. But, uh, yeah, next yeah. year... Uh, I'd say you know from uh, you know mid mid October to the end of October, right in that couple of weeks there, you know, I'd consider pulling a lottery ticket every day or whatever your intuition. Okay, I'll says. do that. 
Yeah. 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 Keep I'll us posted. That. I I love to hear the results. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Barbara. Yeah, have a, Karen, have good luck to you. Tonight. Thank, Thank you. you. I'll let you know what happens. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, doke. Bye. Bye. Can you imagine winning a BMW? Uh, I'd like to imagine it, but I it's like I, you know, I won a piece of luggage when I was a kid in a, in a contest I didn't even <laughs> I I entered at the last minute because people said we need one more player and I happened to be there at the playground at the time. And uh, so I entered I won, a show. Um, I won $20 on a scratch scratch off ticket. Went back in and bought another ticket and then lost it. So yeah, yeah, you're not supposed to do that. Didn't anybody tell I you? No. Always ahead. You only spend the money that you originally spent. Not another twenty dollars. I thought I was on a ru- on a run. You know, it was a very short run. It was a one ticket run. Um, well, you know, I'm okay. Okay, go ahead. we'll talk. We'll talk gambling another day. We should do a show on it. It's a lot of fun to talk about. We should. Okay, we've got uh, 239-940. You're on the air. Hi, this is Diana. Hi, Hi Diana. Diana. What, what's your date of birth? I can't hear everything you're saying. 5754. You guys were cute laughing at the same time. <laughs> yes, okay. Five, what, what was the day of the month? Five, five to seven, five, seven, 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 I'm not spelling things really well today. Indiana. Pretty hungry in there. It's been a long time though. Ah, there it is. Well, it's a it's a big word to spell Indianapolis, and I should have it in my brain easily. But tonight, it's you know my brain connects in a lot of different ways. Sometimes it's on another planet, and <laughs> we have to go out. <laughs> <and see> uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, here we go. Let's get that on there. I need a third hand. If only I was a Wokey, it would be great. Yeah. It would be great in the kitchen, too. Boy, there are many times I need a third hand when I'm baking. Okay, we've got your chart up. What am I focusing on? Well, whatever's good. (laughs) (laughs) I love this attitude. Let me find something good in here. (laughs) Oh, my. You have Pluto going through the fifth house, and as much as a lot of people don't like Pluto wherever it travels, I like it when it goes through the fifth house because when it comes out the other side, you have transformed in a way that the things that you consider hobbies or the things that you really love or the things that you've been investing in, you transform in a way that you start to make them your method of income. So that, to me, is always exciting, uh, and I've experienced huh. that. So that's When's it coming of, out? Oh, well, it'll be years. It'll be another, what, six, seven years before it actually gets out the other side. <laughs> After I'm 75? <laughs> hey, you know, we transformed. Hey, 
75 is the new 55, so don't. don't okay. <laughs> I like that. Well, 65 hasn't been very easy yet. Yeah, well, I understand. You know, I think when we hit 65, what happens is uh, we start to really realize uh, that we're just, our brains are still operating at the age of 30, but our bodies don't seem to be keeping up the way they should be. <laughs> so, uh, you have Saturn right now on top of Mars, so you need to uh, pay attention to your energy levels. You know, Saturn can kind of depress your energy or depress you. And uh, so whenever I see Saturn active like that, and it will be uh, off of that here shortly, not too long, I want to say another month, yes, in a month's time it will be gone. But while it's on there, especially these next couple of weeks, treat yourself nice. Do nice things. And what house? Huh? What house is Saturn on Mars? In the fourth house, the house of your emotions and your home of residence. Okay? Yeah, and usually it means that, well, Saturn's been going through that house uh, for the last uh, couple of years. Uh, it's It didn't allow you to move around as freely as you might have wanted to. You felt rooted down. But it, it's finally going to move out in the next month. So that'll be exciting. That's a oh, nice thing. You, you won't be feeling so down in the mouth anymore. Because, uh, well, Saturn's there, we kind of... Our sense of optimism, even us who are eternal optimists, can have a challenge sometimes. And uh, but once yeah. you it, yeah, you've probably been experiencing that. That's not. I still try to say the, and I've won a lot of big time fortune. I where it's going to be snowing soon. I'm going to get going, and I'll be the people. You are breaking up so bad. I'm not sure what you said, but I hope. <laughs> Maybe Barbara got it. I don't know. I missed it all. No, she broke up on my end, too. <laughs> oh. Oh. I hate when that happens. Well, talk radio. Well, let's see what else is going on in your chart. Where do we have, what's Jupiter doing for you? Well, Jupiter is just getting ready to move into this house. So that's good. So you, there's a whole new energy level that's coming to you emotionally. It opens up. It gives you a sense of freedom. It's going to make you think about maybe taking trips or traveling, and maybe just expanding your home or maybe adding more audiovisual equipment or maybe a bigger television or a bigger monitor or something. Uh, that's all coming up. Uh, it's right around the corner as Jupiter comes into the house. Uh, so in the next couple of weeks, it'll be there. And that's exciting. As it does that, it's also making a kind of activity to your your midheaven. So if there's anything that you want to do in terms of expanding your ability uh, in whatever you call your career today. And career is an interesting word. Spirit does not see career as the way you make money. Spirit sees career as the way you are on this planet. Who are you here? Some people are people who uh, are here giving service to others, and they do it simply by being there. Uh, Other people may may be doing something completely different. Their energy might be going into family, or their energy might be going into uh, art or some other venture. But uh, it's not anything about making money. That is not the way spirit sees it. But you have a whole new sense of uh, experience or um, expansion, excuse me, not experience, but expansion in that area. So that's coming up, and that's 
here. And You're you do have now. Um, what, what? You're skipping out, too. We must not have yeah. a good connection here. Okay, it's gotta, I, can, I got yes. you. It's got to be your phone because mine is a landline. We don't fly around on mine. <laughs> I am so <laughs> old-fashioned. I don't have a dial-up, though. I will tell you that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember dial-up. Yeah, no, we don't have a dial-up. I'm not that bad. So, so I might uh, get out of here before it snows. Oh, are you somewhere where it's going to snow? I, I'm i not anywhere I, where it's... Yeah, I want to get out of Indianapolis before it snows. I want to head back to Florida, if at all possible. But that, that fits, you know, Saturn getting out of that house. December 5th, uh, Saturn's already in the next house, so... Let's take a look how soon. I'll let me go back and I'll just identify exactly how how soon uh, it is. It it moves into that house on the second day of December. So I would plan to uh, travel out point in time if you don't travel right before that, because being at the very tail of the house, it's possible, especially with Jupiter coming into that house, that you could even move. Sooner, so head out. I have to get a vehicle. Hmm. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know. There's lots of ways to get to where you're going without a vehicle. So I, oh no, not not when it's cold. Not when you're old and when it's cold. <laughs> well, yeah, you could still. I mean, there are trains and buses and oh, aeroplanes. Okay, I'll just take a train vacation then. <laughs> Try try a different means. I mean, we don't have to have our own car, but when oh. we get going, we need to be in a place where we can walk to where we want to go. So, or get a car there. Oh. So, that's a good idea. There is a train station in Sebring, Florida. I know that Amtrak runs all along the East Coast. Uh, where I live, it doesn't run, but it, run, it does run. It runs right through here, but we can't get to it. It doesn't stop for us. <laughs> I have to go an hour. I got to drive an hour to get to where the train might stop. <laughs> so that's life. I don't even know where one is, but I'm sure Indianapolis has a train. Yes, I know it does. Because the one that I was looking for that goes across the country goes through Indianapolis. So I know it has one. All right. Anything else I need to look at? Well, I just want to get unstuck, get moving, expanding. I think you're in the process of doing it with this change that's coming in, so you have a whole new energy. Oh, my last hurrah. Well, (laughs) let's not make it your last. No. (laughs) 75 is the new 55. you got at least another 20 years. So, Also, you know, your moon right now is in 24, your progressed moon is at 24 Scorpio, so in six months' time, less than six, it's actually five and a half months, uh, it will go into Sag. And when it does, a whole sense of freedom, you will have ex- have a whole new, feel like you've got a whole Ooh. new life coming in. So that's very exciting. This, uh, oh, yeah. Thank you. 
Yeah, so I know you're moving in the right direction, and it's going to be better for you. It's not without challenges. Nobody has it without challenges. Right now, your challenges are probably the most severe in that that progressed moon is in a quincunx to Jupiter, and that's why you said you feel like you're stuck. It's a stressful space where mentally you're going back and forth. I want to go. I can't go. I want to go. I can't go. And um You'll soon get free of that, uh, but I'd say go ahead and take advantage of it before the moon even moves. Otherwise, it'll be six months that you'll wait, and there's no reason to do it. Once you know what Saturn- that that book, I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. That's a train. That's right, <laughs> and that's all you have to do. Just get on that train. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll let you know. Okay, Diana. Thank you for calling. You. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Unbelievable. <clears throat> All righty. We've got um, Jenny had to take care of something, so I'm going to have to call out numbers here. Um, we've got 812573. You're on the air. Hi. My name is Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Hi. Um, I have my first time calling. Uh, I guess I give you guys my birth date. Yes, yep. that'd be great. <laughs> okay, it's July twenty third, nineteen eighty four. July twenty third, nineteen eighty four, and the time of birth? Uh, three thirty a.m. Three thirty a.m. and location? Essex, E S S E X, Baltimore, Maryland. Essex, Maryland. Yeah. Okay. Let's go take a look. Let's mm-hmm. see if it gives me that. Yes, it did. So Essex actually is a little city. That's a suburb of Maryland. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, a, a little, little like it's part of Baltimore, um, though. I, I said a little city, and, and that's yeah. hysterical because I'm sure it's not little. I don't think anything in that area is little. <laughs> Where <laughs> I live, it's little. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, where I live now is a whole lot bigger than where I lived before. I went from 3,100 yeah. to 22,000 people, so I really jumped. Okay, right, same here. <laughs> where do you live now? I live in Indiana. I live in um, a, a place called Boonville, Indiana. It's about half an hour away from Evansville, Indiana. Ah, so it's very small. Yeah, it's a small town. Okay, so mm-hmm. what are we looking at for you, Nicole? Um, anything, like if anything you get pick up, I just interested in anything. Okay, well, you know what you have happening right here is Jupiter has been traveling through your sixth house. That's the house of health. It's also the house workplace, and it's the, also the house where we serve others. So uh, Jupiter has been traveling through there, and as it uh, is applying right now to your south node, and as it goes into Sagittarius, it will be right on your south node, and will stay there for a couple of days. At any rate, uh, the south node is your past life experiences and talents and challenges and karma and all of that that you carry around with you. And, of course, Mm -hmm. it is directly connected to your north node, which is in your 12th house, and your north node is in Gemini, where your south node is in Sagittarius. So it's saying Mm -hmm. that in the in past lives, you're going to expand now on the options of past lives and on the talents that you have from past lives. So what kind of talents? You probably are a person who was 
uh, a teacher, maybe a missionary, maybe someone who was uh, who taught religious information. Uh, you could have been a person who also taught um, uh, people who serve, serve in some way. It, and I don't know, religion seems to be the key statement here, or missionary. Mm-hmm. The North Node is in Gemini and in the 12th house, so you're saying here that in this life you're going to see things in a grander perspective or a wider perspective. You're not going to uh, limit yourself in your ideas, but rather expand all those ideas. And mm-hmm. by doing that, you intend to uh, expand the way that you connect with people who you experienced in those past lives where you may have considered what you were doing as expanding their ideas, but it's not near the expansion you can do in this lifetime. Does that make sense mm-hmm. to you, what I've just said? Yeah, yes. Okay, it's kind yeah. of fascinating. And uh, okay. so so that's activating uh, as we speak. Now, uh, having Jupiter, of course, go through this house, uh, as it goes into Sagittarius, it will be, it's interesting, it's also... Uh, as it conjoins the south node, it's also making a square to your midheaven. So it may be challenging you in terms of what you uh, consider your career to be. It may be challenging you to expand on whatever theme your career is. So this Mm -hmm. is also interesting. You were born with Jupiter at five degrees of Capricorn, and so it is perfectly aligned with your midheaven. So you're a person who in this lifetime uh, may find yourself being, uh, rather than a teacher, uh, being a person who may be more like the principal or someone who is in more of a corporate uh, structure of some kind. Mm -hmm. But you may be, whatever it is that you do, rather than being out front, you're a person who would be behind the scenes. You're not someone who really wants to be out in front of everybody. And that's kind of funny when I say that because, you know, you're born with your son in Leo. Your son is in the house of money and also values, and and that's a great place to stick the son because, uh, and I say it that way because I believe that you as soul chose where everything went in this chart. But um, uh, having your son in the second house usually gives you success in terms of money. But the fact that it is in a quincunx action to your midheaven, that isn't necessarily the case. <laughs> We'd like it yeah. to be. Uh, yeah. It's like when you when you have it, it's great, and you're absolutely excellent at spending it, which you might have mm. to pull back on sometimes. But mm-hmm. uh, it actually causes stress <clears throat> because you don't always have it. So, but uh, right. as goes into Sag, it's going to activate that sun, and as it does, uh, you have this uh, opportunity to expand your income. So you may be offered some kind of expansion in terms of your, that you will have to question whether you really want to do it or not. Um, right. And uh, really, it's going to be up to you. I always say take the step unless unless the step goes against something that is really important to you. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's that's how you kind of have to look at it. Right now, Saturn is traveling through your seventh house, and so um, and it's been on your Jupiter. So really, whatever the offer is, it will be something that will be long term and very stable for you. Uh, so mm-hmm. 
it looks like it's good, but then it may bring a side effect where it may cause some responsibilities in terms of your relationship uh, that um, depress your relationship or create it uh, as more difficult. Um, and I don't know if you have a marriage or not, because I haven't really looked at that. You're still, to me, very young, but that doesn't mean anything. I'm old. So, but anyway, uh, if you're not married at this time, I'd say do not, even if someone has proposed to you, uh, marry until Saturn is out of this house. Uh, because Saturn, if we marry with under that, uh, we usually end up marrying into a, a, a place of responsibility that does not bring joy. And you were born with wonderful Jupiter in the seventh house with Neptune there. You're a person who should have a joyful, expansive marriage. Your marriage should be something that makes you really happy. It's a gift to you and a stabilizing gift, which I think is interesting. Hope this has made sense to you. Yes, it does. Um, but back to the marriage thing, I was married. I just got divorced. Um, is there any way we can look at his chart too? or um, have Not not in this segment when we have so many people on the line. Okay, all right. I'm just saying, I mean, like I said, I'm, I was married to him. I was seeing, like, if there's any way he's coming back or whatever. Yeah, well, you know, those things do happen where people do come back. And uh, uh, you can almost be guaranteed that activation of your natal chart will take place and it will come back almost invariably during a retrograde. Uh, if uh-huh. you got divorced at the time of a retrograde, and you may have gotten divorced recently because Saturn, when it goes over that seventh house cusp, a lot of the time creates, if the relationship is not really stable, uh, Saturn Mm -hmm. can disrupt it and cause people to divorce and break up. Uh, Because what happens is uh, whoever's chart it is where Saturn goes over the seventh house cusp will start to feel like there is all this responsibility and there's no joy. It's not fun anymore. Uh, And so uh, if you don't have other really good qualities between your charts, uh, Mm -hmm. then the whole thing can fall apart. That's why, uh, you know, having an astrologer work with you in relationships can be such a benefit because you're able to understand better what is really going on between you. You know, my Uh husband's chart and my chart, very similar, and yet what we bring into our lives is someone who also activates our challenges. And so what happens is when they activate our challenges, a lot of the time we may find ourselves blaming them for the problem, but it's not their problem. It's our problem. Uh Uh What they're doing is exacerbating it so we can see it. And um, mm-hmm. and an astrologer being someone who is completely outside of your relationship can actually point it out, and people are going, oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's so helpful because then you can see what areas you have that are really whole and that are important to keep and how you right. can work with those other rough edges. And uh, if you learn a little bit about astrology, then you can watch when those rough edges get activated, and you can know that's a transit. You can know it. You work with each other during those times, and and it deepens your intimacy instead of breaking you up, so. Right. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it wasn't long ago when we got divorced. Um, We got divorced in February of 2018, but we separated at the end of February 2016. Yeah, 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 no, I I can see where that would be. 
because uh, mm-hmm. I can see the uh, I can see the transits in here. So right. and you know you actually when you first had that activation it was probably Uranus because when Saturn hit Uranus it, you started to have problems. So. Uh huh. Yep. So, yeah. But you know the key is to grow from where you are. You know, mm-hmm. And bless and I, and I, bless I have to around you and know that uh, if that separation is one where you have to go off on your own to learn and then come back together, that's great. Or if you have Uh to go off on your own in order to realize that you are more than you thought you were. A lot of the time we think we're less. And when we go out on our own, we discover that we're more. And then we attract into our world that person who sees all of that more that we are, thus enhancing it. And so we fall in love again with someone who is got a broader perspective of, of us than the last person we were with. So, Exactly. Sounds exactly. good. All right. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks for Take calling. You. No problem. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay. <clears throat> We've got Tasha. Hi, Tasha. You're on the air. Hi, uh, my my name is uh, Tasha, and my birthday is six twenty two, nineteen seventy five, and my time was ten thirty three a.m. and I'm from California. Uh, California is a big place. Where in California? Oakland. Okay, and did you say ten thirty three a.m., Tasha? Yes. Okay. Oakland. I know where Oakland is. I have a cousin who lives in Emeryville. Dokey. Let's see here. All right. So, what am I concerned with here, or what should I be looking at? Uh, whatever you see that I need to know. Dokey. Let's see here. Yeah, Jupiter uh, has gone. Well, Jupiter today is smack dab on top of your north node. So it's trying to make sure that you expand emotionally uh, to start to actually move in the direction that you as soul determined you would achieve in this life. And uh, that has to do with understanding things that are um, not necessarily seen, uh, understanding the depth of emotions, understanding the biological connection between uh, your mom and perhaps your ancestors, uh, a whole lineage of women here. Um, it's understanding where power really is and how uh, emotions can be controlled or manipulated and how we need to learn to go beyond any of that, uh, whether it's us doing it or uh, because unconsciously we do lots of things, so we need to become conscious and or uh, becoming conscious of what other people are doing and ways that your mom actually may have manipulated your dad or manipulated her, uh, you or any of your siblings. Uh, there's a whole a level of uh, bringing that up from the depths, and, and you've been probably kind of working with some of that coming up over the last uh, week or so. Uh, at any rate, that's quite an important statement going on in there because your goal uh, as soul is to come to an understanding of how to... Uh, Express your emotions in a way that maintains control, power, uh, and a certain degree of silence. 
but at the same time, uh, to do it in a way that is both kind and not manipulating. So that, that's a huge statement. Uh, Jupiter will move forward, uh, and it's going to move rapidly this year, but then it'll go back. So I would say probably by April or so, you may find yourself uh, either expanding the home you're living in or um, maybe even investing in a, in a different property. Uh, it could even be a vacation home, and it would not surprise me. So that's kind of exciting. You have... Uh, See what else? Activation of the midheaven is 23, so uh, Jupiter has been kind of struggling with that. But uh, at this point in time, Jupiter gets to go into Sag, and when it does, it uh, will no longer be that kind of struggle. That will have ended. As it hits the six-degree point, it's going to activate your Pluto in a very positive way, so there is a certain amount of empowerment coming through, and it's an empowerment as a result of these things that we just talked about coming to the surface within you. It's a statement of you uh, empowering yourself in terms of what you value in life and transform the way you value relationships. And this can be the relationship with your mother, relationship with your property, a relationship with yourself, and uh, coming to a, a new um, tr- a transformation of your emotions. And uh, and it's also uh, a transformation of the way you value money and the way you spend money. So all of that uh, comes into play here um, very shortly. Um, so that's happening and uh, should not be overlooked. Let's see what else is going on. You've had uh, Saturn is in your fifth, and uh, here it's only at five degrees. And it is uh, through our fifth house, uh, finding a relationship, if you're looking for one, isn't necessarily uh, working very well for you. Uh, And it's actually challenging right now because it's applying a square to that Pluto. And uh, so it's not really giving you a whole lot of room. You're about to experience uh, an opposition. So you're coming into the opposition Saturn, opposing Saturn. So the issues uh, regarding your dad and your childhood may come back to the table and what your dad dreamt of and what you have inherited in terms of dreams from him may come back to the table and it will be a period of time where you are working on bringing that into balance so that it becomes more of what you want and, and no longer a subconscious directive from your father. Uh, kind of interesting. We go through mm-hmm. all kinds of things in life. <laughs> but that's wow. coming up. Yeah. You know, we don't always realize, you know, what we pick up. But, you know, especially young women, well, young women and young men, both of us, uh, we really admire our parents even when we shouldn't uh, because they're not always admirable. But uh, we admire them to a point where we subconsciously say, I'm going to do this or I'm going to be that. or, And we subconsciously buy into things that are important to them or that they have made important to them. And uh, we have to at some point realize that's really not my stuff. <laughs> and then, then try to find out what is my stuff. So um, it's, it's interesting. Fortunately, uh, you know, nobody is all good or all bad and – so we pick up all kinds of things from our parents. Some of them very, very good. And uh, I don't. So when, do, I, when, when does the chart see me being in a serious relationship? 
Uh, well, you have the ability. Let's see when we. You know, I don't know that I can ever say that actually and uh, be for certain, but I will say this. There is opportunity for you to fall in love and have a truly intimate connection uh, coming up next year. Uh, so that is coming up when Jupiter makes a trine to Jupiter. Let's just go forward and um, and let me just see what it, what problems, if any, uh, Saturn might be conjuncting, connect, uh, doing at that time. So here it is, uh, trying. Actually, it's even earlier than a year from now because uh, we've got we've got um, your natal is uh, earlier, 20 degrees. So here, so sometime between October and November of next year, uh, it will that doorway opens up. So I would certainly take advantage of, and that's also the time where Jupiter is conjoined your home. So this may be someone that uh, that you may be looking at a piece of property and find them. It would not surprise me. Uh, you might be looking at a home or they might be coming to your home. <laughs> it happens. And uh, there is an opportunity for intimacy. There's an opportunity for a relationship. And, uh, and that opportunity could uh, uh, commence into something even stronger like a marriage uh, a, a little while after that and I'm just going to go forward and give you an idea and it could be fast uh, it is possible that you could end up falling in love with the person and marrying quickly which you know being old as I am I don't recommend it but <laughs> you're all individual and I'm not about to say it's wrong or otherwise <laughs> But um, once uh, Jupiter gets to 28 degrees, which is November 24th of 2019, uh, there is a possibility that you could marry or perhaps um. become engaged. You might just become engaged and not actually marry till after that. But uh, that is uh, certainly possible. You've got both Venus and Jupiter together at that point, quite literally together in the house of falling in love while they are making a direct uh, trying to your progressive Jupiter, which is uh, a key to falling in love, and it's in the house of legal legal experiences. Uh, this is usually uh, when we're putting something on paper. Um, Saturn is not actually activated directly, um, but the progressed moon is. And so uh, Saturn, let's see, the progressed Saturn is 25. It is. There is you've gotten over the hump of some issue at that point. So there is a struggle there going back and forth. Should I marry? Shouldn't I marry? What would my mother do? What about our house? What about my house? What about his house? Or where are we going to live? Or something about houses is in there. So there is a stressful experience that happens just before this moment in time. So, well, uh, you can always call back in and get another reading when this happens. Yeah. Okay. But that's coming up, and uh, you just have to see. These things yeah. don't always, always pan out the way we see them, but it does definitely happen. <laughs> okay. We have to move on, Tasha, but thanks for calling. Okay, thank you. All right. You have a good night. Bye. All right, you too. Okay, we've got Priscilla on the line. <clears throat> Hi, Priscilla, you're on the air. 
Hi, thanks for taking my call. Yes, um, my birth date is 9665. 22 minutes. That's correct. Okay. Yeah, so I'm looking for, like, um, what you see in terms of expanding upon my career and work um, when you see anything happening. Well, the first thing I'm just going to say to you right now is there is mm-hmm. Pluto. You're experiencing Pluto conjunct the moon, <laughs> and that is not an easy experience. Uh, Pluto on top of your natal moon uh so it's about transformation in your chart. It's about you physically, personally, you. And mm-hmm. uh, the moon is uh, always about uh, our emotions. It can be about our mother. It can be about an older woman in your case, or or uh, it could be about you feeling older. Um, so there is a, a statement there, and this is all about your mindset because it's all in the house of uh, the mind can also be about your mom, uh, and so it can be uh, communication coming in. The moon rules places far away, so your mom may still live far away. Um, at any rate, there is this transformation, and that is not an easy combination. I expect you've been feeling it, and I don't know if your mom's asking you, would you come home? Um, it would not surprise me, or you might be feeling pulled that way. Uh, your mom, your mom is still alive, though, right? Yes, she is. Yeah. So, uh, with this combination, I would not. Um, whatever you do to connect with her, I would keep doing it and do more of it because it's important during mm-hmm. this time, just in case anything's going on in her chart, which I can't see. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Pluto on top of the moon can make. Um, the whole whole issue of getting old become really powerful. It seems like it be, it empowers or overtakes one powerfully, and uh, so stay in contact with your mom. Um, I am. Stay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's important. So now uh, you were looking at career, so I'm going to go yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. Any any what any movement on I'm that? Sorry. That's okay. Yeah, so uh, the sun uh, sun is the ruler of your house of uh, career, and uh, your progressed sun is at five degrees Scorpio. Your your midheaven is six degrees Leo. So it's it's in a challenging aspect, uh, and a challenging aspect doesn't mean that you aren't getting anywhere. It, usually, it means that you might have to take an additional step to get to where you want to go. The sun being the ruler of that uh, midheaven and uh, being on right on the angle, it, the progressed is right smack dab on your your ascendant at this point in time. 
So it's basically this is really about you and how do you feel about you and the step that you have to take is to go beyond staying in the background and be willing to be seen. There's something here about the challenge of being seen, the challenge of being seen as powerful, the challenge of being seen as a person in control. These are questions that are on the table in this chart that are pressing you, and you need to come to an understanding that you have a right to be seen and that it is acceptable to be powerful even if you are a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to come, there's something going on there or this square wouldn't be here. Uh, the square, of course, will change over the years. Uh, it, you've got a full a year uh uh, actually two years before it gets to a point where you really start to feel, I'm good with this. I can handle this. It's good. Right now it is challenging. So, uh, But in the sky today, as we're speaking, uh, even though you can't see it because it's nighttime here, um, the sun is at 13 degrees of Scorpio, and you were born with the sun at 13 degrees of Virgo, and that is a sextile. So this is a period of time where there's more opportunity for you than other times. You have Mars natally backing that up, and uh, and you have Neptune working with Pluto natally to back that up. Uh, and that's, Uranus. But that's now, right? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking more yeah, next year because yeah. I don't see I don't see any movement happening. Like yeah, well, you have. And- this is this is not a this is not like a doorway that's wide open. This is a doorway that you have to open. Right. You have. I know. Push- Okay, and that's this why is, I'm saying nothing's going to happen this year. I see it sort of like perhaps when I move, I see it. I see some sort of. I see more action if I take a move uh, and relocate. But at this point, some. Well, um, if you, well, I will. Yeah. Say this, before you you come to that conclusion, uh, I want to add something. Jupiter is sure. getting ready to go into your second house. It's getting ready to make a trine to that mid heaven. I would mm-hmm. take advantage of this doorway because that will be a doorway. You don't have the doorway yet, okay? You It's mm-hmm. like step around the corner and see yourself as the person in control. See yourself as the person out there in a powerful position. You need to first do that visualization process to accept it and know it is not only possible, but you can do this. And then uh, here the doorway comes. As Jupiter goes into, I don't know why I'm not getting, come on, Charlie, move for me. There we go. Okay. As it moves into the Sagittarius, but actually it has to go just a little further. As it comes right into this zone where it gets into your second house, which is November the 23rd, now it's starting to apply to that midheaven, and that's a doorway. Okay, that's a doorway that doesn't come often, and it's on top of your south node as it's doing this. So it's not just a, a, a small doorway. It's a big doorway. Take advantage of it. Don't back down. Don't worry about moving. Don't worry about anything else. Take advantage of it. Uh, that doorway is open from November 23rd until, let's see here, until... Uh, December 10th. So that's where you should be checking out applications, going and talking to people, go and investigate what is possible, and put in good words or resumes or whatever you need to put in. Because this 
uh, what can manifest as a result of it can be more money for you. Jupiter in the second house expands our income. So take advantage of it. And, you know, by December 10th, Venus is on top of your sun, activating the progressed sun as it activates that midheaven. It Again, it's a challenge. The challenge, the statement there is, how much do I love myself? Don't give the job away to someone else. Love yourself enough to take it. Do, do, do you see any lucky days? Huh? Like for, do you see any lucky days for perhaps playing the lottery? <laughs> lucky. <laughs> no. Like like with that other woman? <laughs> yeah, well, then. Oh, that that other <laughs> I, I, I wish I could give them to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I I love you for asking, um, but <laughs> I don't really have a lot to offer there. I'm sorry. You do have a sexual uh-huh. between Uranus and Jupiter at that uh, time in in December, uh, actually uh-huh. before that, uh, so uh, the end of November. But uh, that sexual by itself can't really produce. Uh, okay. I it, maybe it produce a little something. Maybe win twenty dollars. I don't know, but. <laughs> You know, it's not it's not a it's not a big producer. That's only one. It's not enough. We need more than that. We need more than that. Nice try, though. Like I said, I'm not a nice try. (laughs) I thought I'd try. Getting you to spend your money if I can't see enough. uh, No, that's okay. I just thought I'd ask, but um, okay. And really, honor who you are. You know, I I. I don't know what your life story is. I mean, I haven't stood there and studied your chart to know enough of your life story, but I do know that you have all the strength and knowledge and intelligence to be the person in charge You, if you choose it and you have an opportunity to choose it. So. Yeah, we got to move on, Michelle. Okay. Thank okay. you. I appreciate that very much. Take care. Priscilla. Good fortune Thank to you. you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okie doke. We've got Jay on the phone. Hi, Jay. Hey, Barbara. Thanks for taking my call. Ah, you bet. our pleasure. What's your date of birth, Jay? We'd love to get a little male energy in here. <laughs> of course. Thank you. Uh, March 24, 1964. March 24, 1964. Okie dokie. And time? Yeah, 11.54 p.m. 11.54 p.m. And place? Uh, Medicine Hat, Alberta, Canada. Hat, Canada. I always like the name of that. It's just such a nice town name. But I uh, is it big? It's, it's a little town, isn't it? Yeah, it's about 60,000, so. Oh, sugared tomato sauce. That's that's big to me. <laughs> I thought it was a little town. That's not little. I live in a much littler town than that. (laughs) 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 Okay, so let's take a look and see what's going on in your world. What do you want us to kind of focus on, if anything, in particular? Uh, Probably, I would say, um, uh, just getting out of uh, this year. It's been quite a year. I lost my mother and my best friend within three months so i'm in, so, in grief counseling and not grief counseling but grief uh workshops and things like that so yeah 
My God, I'm so sorry. That's yeah, thanks. such a challenge. You know, we can stand here and tell you they're standing right next to you, but you can't pick up the phone and call them, and it's just horrible. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you, you'll get through it. We We can't, unfortunately, keep anybody around as long as we want them. Um, yeah. You know, Saturn Saturn is in your second house. It's on top of your south node, which means it's opposing your north node, and it's also uh, making a trine to Uranus. And and uh, so it's a statement that this is a time where you kind of have to work hard, save your money, work hard on what your values are, and you'll be reflecting on what is truly important to you. And that's not unusual when people lose people they love they do start to reflect on, you know, what is important. And uh, and having Saturn on top of the south node tells us that in a past life uh, you were very much a hard worker and you may have worked more than, than spent time with your family. And so all of that is probably coming back to you at some deep subconscious level um, and Saturn is pushing it, which... It doesn't make it any easier, but is trying to get it so that you recognize uh, what you as soul came in with. Your purpose is under the sign of the North Node, which is at the opposite end of the South. And the North Node is, of course, at six degrees of Cancer, and it's in the eighth house. So it's telling us that, you know, you as soul made a, a promise to yourself that this lifetime would be one where you really uh, focus on family, on sharing, on intimacy, on making connections that are are really nurturing ones that are consistent more importantly than on working and uh, making money. So Saturn is bringing that all, pushing it like in your face, and uh, so that's not making me feel any better. But hopefully, uh, maybe, you know, you have made certain inroads in that area, and and then you can look at it and say to Saturn, you know, I've been working on this. Take a look. See how much I've done. And so you can feel a little better about yourself. And that's important because I can guarantee that whatever inroads you've made, whether they were small or whether they were big, they're better than the last lifetime. Okay? So you've made inroads, and you need to know that. But um, just try to be kind to yourself. We... Um, we can never achieve all that we want to achieve, but as long as we're working it, you know, we're doing what we can do. Uh, the trying from Saturn to Uranus uh, in the ninth house uh, says there's a doorway uh, that's opened in terms of uh, concern over your values and your connections and your thought processes. And uh, is your dad still around? Yep, my dad is still around. Yeah, so it's it's basically telling me that there's a doorway there where you may suddenly reconnect with your dad in ways that you haven't in the past, something about uh, the issues of uh, criticism. It's time to get past issues of criticism. And, uh, your moon in, in uh, Virgo tells me that you you can be very good at criticizing yourself. And uh, and probably that is probably with this trine indicating that some of that may have come from your father, whether 
he meant for it to come from him or not, and I can see it definitely did because there's a struggle between Saturn and the moon, a very exact kind of aspect. Uh, It's only 30-something minutes apart, and uh, that's telling me that there was a struggle in terms of communicating, and you probably moved more towards the quiet side and said less. Uh, because of that struggle of criticism. But this doorway is open now for you to work on healing that. And uh, and I would say, you know, go forward with it. You know, whatever issues, you know, sometimes dads can be super critical of their children because they think that that's a way to make them stronger. They have, you know, they can have warped ideas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, thinking they're doing the right thing and when we grow up we need to realize sometimes that that is the case and and to just love them for trying as hard as they could to be as good as they could uh you know we have parents do the best they can with their state of consciousness and children come in usually with advanced states of consciousness so (laughs) we're not on the same page we try to be but we're not and uh and and we need to really be kind to each other and honor each other. I always say, you know, it's important for the individual to go their own way, but when others are saying you should go this way or that, you need to be able to say to them, I love you and I know what you are saying is what you think is best for me and I appreciate that, but I have to go my my own way. And uh, and, and I think that's the kindest way we can do that. So um, Neptune is also active in your third house, and uh, and as it, it right now it's retrograde, it is going to go direct. What is it? Uh, November the twenty fourth or something? Um, I believe it's November the twenty fourth. And when it goes direct, it will start to apply to your Chiron. So yeah, this is in the house of uh, your communication, your thought forms, your th- how you're thinking, and. Chiron is about where we are most wounded, and as a result of the wound, we will heal ourselves and then be able to offer that healing to others. So with Neptune coming on there, it says that you will intuitively start to pick up on what these issues are from your past. And having Chiron in Pisces in the third house is indicative to me that you... uh, Clammed up. You're very good at shutting down instead of speaking up, even though you have Aquarius on this cusp, which means you should really be like the talker of all time and probably under the right aspect or with the right part of chat with friends you are. But your father shut you down from what I can see, and Chiron is telling you it's time for you to to stop sabotaging yourself and start thinking outside the box. Go beyond, and that's what Aquarius does. It thinks outside the box. It's time for you to come out of the closet and be who you are. That's the statement. So I hope you'll listen to that. I know we'll probably have to get to another person, but please take good care of yourself and be kind to yourself and and know that we never really, no matter how it looks, we go from lifetime to lifetime to lifetime and we tend to travel with our tribe. <laughs> and we have tribes at every level. The most intimate ones, and they go out and out and out. You're part of my tribe because you're here on the phone with me today, and I wish I could give you a big hug. So you have to catch it on the internet. It's there for you. Wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's you also, it. Jay, a time, a time for you to reinvent yourself. And 
it's it's amazing because there are periods of time in our life when we actually can reinvent ourselves and change our perspective, change the way people see us, change the way we see our reality. And by doing that, you don't ignore those those building blocks that have helped you get to this point, but you you sort of appreciate them because they give you something to step forward from. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling. Yeah, thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Barbara, for this great information. And just know, you know, in like two years' time, two years and a few days, your progressed sign is going into the next sign, which is Gemini. And when it does, it's going to start to move right into your seventh house. It's going to bring you a lot of uh, success and a much brighter and more fun-filled outlook when it comes to relationships. So it's a good thing. Mm. Cool. Awesome. Thank you. You okay, did. thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Yeah, love you both. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank love you. Too. Okay, we've got Maria here. Hi, Maria. Hi, Maria. How are you? Good. Hi. How are you? Yes. Fine. How are you? Thank you. Uh, i got a question. I'm going to be traveling, me and my daughter. So you can see I'm going to be good about finance. As my daughter waited somebody to call her for work. They're going to be calling this time. I'll be, be in a, a way. I, I, I can't do much without your birthday or your daughter's. I'm not sure which one you want. Yeah. If you want to give your daughter's, I'll talk about her, whatever you choose. Yeah. My birthday is May 15th, 1942. May 15th, 1942. 1942. Uh, my daughter, she's 75. 26 in I I I I can't do your daughter at the same time. I can only do one chart at a time. Unfortunately, I don't have other capability. Uh, what time were you born, Maria? I don't know. Oh, you don't know. Remember. Well, that's going to really hamper. There was an effort, you know. <laughs> I don't remember where I got a life. <laughs> uh, where were you born? In Italy. I, I I got the accent, Tell but me. I don't know the city. <laughs> no, the city is Termini Merese, Provincia Palermo. I I didn't quite catch you. Termini, Termini Merese. Termini Merese. Okay, spell it. Spell it for me. Termini. A-T-A-E-A-N-A-E. Termini. Did you understand it, Barbara? No. Maria, is your daughter there? Just a minute. Is your, da- is your daughter with you? Per- yeah, just a second, Could- please. Daddy. Daddy. Yeah, I, I didn't, I'm not understanding the city. I know a lot of cities in Italy, but I don't know them all by any means. Yeah. Oh. Hello, it's in Sicily that she's going to. Okay. Uh, what's what is that? You know the? Can you spell the name of the city in Sicily? Um, T E R um, M I N I, I believe. Okay, that's like what she was saying. Yeah. So let me see if that works. Uh, yes. Okay. T E R 
M I N I. Uh, N I. Well, okay. I've, oh, Sicily. No, it's T E R M I N. I think there's an extra I in there. Okay, whatever. I've got it. Well, <laughs> I know okay. it's right. One in Sicily, and that's all that matters. Okay. Let me go again. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm that's sorry. Okay. That's okay. Okay. I wanna want to do what I can for you, and, and I want it to Thank be right. Don't want to tell you it's not there. Um, because I don't know the time of your birth, uh, it kind of hampers me with timing. Uh, but uh, so, what is it that you wanted to focus on? Let me see if I see what's going on here. So I'm gonna be okay financially. You know, the people are gonna treat it good to me, my daughter. Because it's a long time I'm not go there. Oh, you're you're thinking you want to go to Sicily to go see your daughter? Is that what you're saying? No, no, I'm going to go with my daughter now in December. You're going She's in December. going to go in December. Got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, you know, that's, travel is ninth house, but I don't know what your ninth house is. Uh, Jupiter in your chart, uh, Jupiter always rules travel, let's see, at, at distances. Let's see how, it's 25 Gemini, so, you know, it's going to be basically supporting uh, Jupiter, uh, come December, if you're talking about December. I'm yes. going to move this forward to December and see if I can help me uh, just make sure that I can identify uh, what exactly might be taking place. So Jupiter at that point in time begins at least uh, to give some kind of support. Uh, yeah, it does especially, okay. Uh, but it's not. this is not a, a trip that's just... Uh, there could be some stress going on there, it looks like. But uh, you also have something very positive, though, that's also happening. So the statement is there's an opportunity here to transform in some way. Unfortunately, I'm so limited because I don't have, I don't have your wheel. I can't really bear down onto how you're transforming, except that this trip uh, can empower you and help you transform. And it looks like it will be very successful. It will make you very happy because of the beautiful trying to your progressed son. And, and that's a, a lovely statement. So I think this is a very good thing that you're doing. Um, so is there a uh, question about uh, this trip that you want to ask me? Yeah, it's going to be okay by flying Is it going to be a, a go okay if you're flying? Is that the question? No, no, the finance of my money are going to be okay with it. Money, 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 money. Okay. Um, again, I don't have your second house, so I'm going to have to go in a kind of a limited way and answer that. The fact that Jupiter is trying the sun, that is almost invariably a statement of success. Uh, and usually people can afford whatever they're doing when we have that trine. So I'm going to stick my head out on a limb and say yes except that uh, Jupiter is also in a quincunx action to your progressed Venus. So it is not without some stress, and you're having to probably uh, pull a little to do this. It's, uh, and Jupiter is also op- opposing Saturn, so you may have to pull into your savings with this combination. But uh, yeah. the trip will be a success, so I would say, you know, whatever you have to do to manifest it, I would go. Because, you know, we only get so many chances to take these big trips at different times. And um, this is, 
I think this is an important trip for you uh, to just explain to you how often Jupiter will be making a trine to your sun. The next time it will do this is, uh, what is it? It's uh, uh, eight years from now. Yeah. So do you I still, do you still say, have family there, Maria? I got a relative close to me. Okay, it feels to me as though it's very important that you reconnect with your relatives that are there. That yeah, it's it's going to mean a lot not only to not only to you but to them as well. And it feels as though I keep seeing that there are friendships here that are. You re, you're going to reconnect with some people that, that you haven't been in contact with for a very long time. It's going to be a wonderful experience for you. But I agree with Michelle. You're going to have to dip into your money just a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a monetary a, challenge. Uh, Saturn is all... I'm going to have hmm? a difficult time with the money. It's a challenge for money, it's, but you should do it because this is a good thing. Uh, your opportunity to do this, this is a, under this particular combination, is rare, and it will yeah. be a very positive experience. But you just have to. Yeah. I would, I would, I would ask if you have any family who will be willing to help you pay for this trip. I would ask them, and I know that's not easy. My mom no, would no, tell me. No, 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 no. Like my mom, no, no, I know. Well, I hope your daughter's listening because I'd say if you have a sister and you guys should chip in a little no, bit because no. your mom, this is an important trip, but it is going to be expensive and it's not easy. So, I'm not getting a sister. My sister died by over here. No. Oh, oh my God. God. I am yeah. so, so sorry. Oh my God! You no, can hear my daughter. My husband passed away six years ago, so I'm not going there to eighteen years. So I'm going to go me and my daughter. As I know, well, my I, daughter did not work. You, you so need to, It's it's a good just, trip. It's just going to cost some money. So if you have some things that maybe you don't use anymore that you can sell, sell a few things. Maybe you can sell right. some things and raise a little bit of money through stuff. And uh, it's not. worth. You know, I excuse me. So I said something about my daughter. The boy, then my daughter. You can see my daughter. Somebody gonna call it for work. I I can't tell that from your chart uh, because uh, your chart I don't really have time for. I don't have the time. Without the time for me to go in and try to identify your daughter in your chart, I can't do it. Uh, Not with any precision. You can ask that question tell- of Barbara psychically and see if she comes up. No, no I would say um, have your daughter call the first Monday in December, and and Michelle will be able to read her then. I, I'm going to go Monday, first of December. I, I'm going to be in Venetia. I'm going to go the second. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to be away. Well, okay, I'm well. Thank you very, very much. It was a real pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for You're calling. You're very welcome. Take good care. Be safe. Be blessed. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Jeez, you know, one of us should learn how to speak Italian. 
hey, I know it's on my on me. It's on me. I can understand Italian, but she was going to speak with a Sicilian accent. I don't understand Sicilian accents. Ah, my sister-in-law is Sicilian. She could listen and talk. It. She's not here. She's in. She's in Massachusetts. <laughs> in Massachusetts. In Rhode Island. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. One of them other cities. No, I yes. just um, I could hear what she wanted, but it it was very hard to make sure that I was hearing what I, I thought I was hearing. Yeah, yeah, well, I, you know, I, I knew it was an Italian accent. I have a family that is Italian, obviously. <laughs> but I, uh, you know, and my brother, my brother speaks fluent Italian. He teaches at a university in, in Italy. So, but uh, wow. I don't. And And plus, the Sicilian accent, if you don't know anything about the accents in Italy, take my word for it, they can be unique. Oh, geez. Well, we have just a couple minutes, and first I want to say, um, for those who are still waiting, that, that you know, please call in next month and call in earlier, and, and we will be happy to take your call. Um, second, I want to say that, like I did at the beginning of the show, tomorrow is your chance to make your voice count, to make your voice heard. Please. Whatever you do, and I don't care if you're Republican, a Democrat, independent, communist. I don't care what party <laughs> you or I don't care what party you belong to. Just just make your voice heard. Get out there and vote because it's important for the country. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we all have a vote for a reason. And if you throw away your vote, that's like voting against everybody else. So um, now that said. Michelle, you have to have looked at the USA oh and at the election. What what are your predictions? What are my thoughts the, on that? Uh, well, I'm your just thoughts, gonna, your prediction. Yeah, well, I'm. It, 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 there's, you know, I've looked at it, and all I can say is what's really happening is uh, we are at a, a point. In time, Jupiter is at 29 degrees, considered a critical degree in astrology. And it's in Scorpio. And we've had it traveling for a year through Scorpio. It comes out two days after the election. On election day, it's 29 degrees. So what it has been doing for a year is digging up every single thing that has been hidden from the public's view uh, every scandal, every issue of money, every issue of corruption, uh, all of them, all this stuff has been coming up, this sex, uh, corruption, taxes, you name it, it's all been dug up. And as it comes to the election here, it is at the 29 degrees, while Uranus is exactly opposite, exactly opposite, uh, sitting there at zero degrees, actually it's at 29 degrees uh, tomorrow of Taurus. So you have this polarized action taking place in this country. Uranus says we need to break free and come free of all of this that we have been examining and looking at. We are at a point in time where we have to find who are we. Uranus is the ruler of the sun of the United States chart. Our chart is born with moon in Aquarius. We are a nation that desires freedom, 
that embraces freedom. Uranus stands for freedom. And it's freedom to be comfortable and secure in that freedom when you have it in Taurus. So that opposition says we must confront corruption. The fact that Jupiter will move into Sag two days later says that it has gone through digging it up. Now it is time to legally process it. Jupiter and Sagittarius goes into legal action. So as best as I can assess it, I would say that a lot of people will come out to vote, uh, that they will voice their opinions, that the, the vote is a struggle and I don't know what the outcome is. I cannot identify it from everything here as much as I'd like to say I know exactly how it's turning out. Um <laughs> I, will, I don't either. That's the way I was asking. All I can yeah. see is a coin being flipped in the air, and and it's 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 like at this moment in time, nothing has been predetermined. It all hinges on the action that everybody takes tomorrow. Exactly. Exactly. So, and but, but the fact there is going into Sag gives me a tremendous hope that the country will come together to say we must remove corruption from our government so that people can truly be supported. Our voices mm-hmm. can be heard. You can't be heard if there's corruption. So No, that's true. But but also I, I want to repeat another thing I said at the beginning of the show. If you don't vote, if you don't put your voice out there, you have absolutely no right to complain. Yeah. So un- understand that you have, you can't complain for the next two years. So, <laughs> so, so oh, go on so you can, so you can, you know, complain. Um, yes. Well, I, I mean, it, it, it's going to be amazing. Vote. But yes, vote please, what please. your heart tells you. Vote what your heart tells you, not what the voice bites that you've heard. <laughs> They call them voice yeah. bites, right? Yeah, yeah Not, I, you know, make yeah, it, make up your own mind. Make up, you yeah. know, consult your your own heart, your own value system, your your own moral values, and cast your vote. Put it out there. Let your voice be heard. Um, Michelle, thank you so much. This has been a great show. It, it, it always is when you're here. So, I so appreciate always. your being with us. Always an honor to be with you, Barbara. Ah, well, you're you're a lot of fun too. <laughs> so before before they cut us off, I'm going to say good night and thank you everybody for listening and good night, Michelle. Good night.